Worship at Home, Sunday the 5th of February 2023, the third Sunday before Lent. The Bible reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, beginning at verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish, but to fulfil. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. rise and shine. Now, it's time to pay attention. I have a medieval riddle for you. I was in sea where scaly fish once swarmed, but with changed fate my nature's frame reformed. I feel hot pains from fire's torrid glow. Indeed, my surface gleams like ash and snow. Have you got it? The answer is salt. It's perhaps not the best or most demanding riddle, uh, given that the hint was in our Bible reading. But I particularly liked the second line. How often does that actually happen to us? Events outside our control serve to change our fate. But with changed fate, my nature's frame reformed. And we all go through a different form of reformation when we take new life circumstances into account. But that's not, if there's a message intended in Jesus' own message, necessarily what I want to talk about today. Jesus' words are, you are salt. I don't think he is asking us to understand the process of salt making or be like salt flavouring life or someone who's okay in small doses. Contextually, of course, salt was important, a commodity, a resource, and it remains so only as long as it maintains its flavour, has not lost its saltiness or become damaged. The message here of Jesus, you are salt, is 
You are important. You are precious. Be aware of that gift that you are and use it well. Jesus' words is more a blessing than a warning to maintain our saltiness. It's not a condemnation of any sort. That point is reinforced by Jesus' next words. You are the light of the world. Really? I thought that's what Jesus was. We call him the light of the world. I'm not that important, significant. I'm certainly not that influential. Well, that's not what Jesus' blessing says. Jesus is the light of the world, yes. And so are you. He says it here. You are the light of the world. Again, these are words of blessing from Jesus, that what we carry and learn from him and carry in us with the power of the Holy Spirit is that light of the world. So what are you going to do with it? Rise and shine. Words I began with, not just to wake up in the morning, but an instruction, a challenge, a gift to rise and shine, knowing that you're blessed to know the love of God. You're blessed to know Jesus, light of the world in your life. So you are blessed also to be the light of the world, to carry that light to a high place, on a lampstand, to let it shine out for others. Today is the first Sunday of a short period of ordinary time in our church calendar, just a few weeks before we begin the season of Lent. So I always ask myself when we get to ordinary time, there's nothing ordinary actually in God's creation, in our love that we receive from God and learn from the Lord. So what is extraordinary about the ordinary today and in this short season? And it is perhaps um, that we can take time to hold these blessings of Jesus' words. Let them sink in. You are salt. You are the light of the world. Rise and shine. Amen. So we come to our time of prayer and the prayers I'm using today um, are based on David Adams' prayers entitled Rise and Shine. Let us pray. Blessed are you, Lord our God, for you come to us and abide with us always. Your light scatters the darkness from before us and you invite us to let this shine through us and reveal you to the world. In your love, help us to be children of light. Blessed are you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord of light and love, 
we ask your blessing upon the church throughout the world. We pray for areas where faith has grown dim, vision has been lost. That those who are salt, those who are light, will be able to rise and shine. We pray for the Church of England as General Synod meets, for your reconciling and healing presence to be amongst the relationships and discussions that take place. We remember those who are struggling against dark and evil forces and pray for all who seek to bring the light of Christ to others, remembering that that light will overcome any darkness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of light and love, strengthen those who are on their guard against evil and seek to bring peace and harmony to our world. As we remember before you those who are suffering through oppression or violence, those who are affected by war, those who are used as cheap labour, and all those without proper homes or enough food. We pray for all those families experiencing a sense of shame and desperation and the crisis of the cost of living. Bless all those who work tirelessly for their relief. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of light and love, make us alert to your presence with us and in our own homes. We thank you for the blessings poured upon our own families and friends, asking for your protection, alerting us to the needs of our community so that we may be help and of use and not miss opportunities for shining as the light of Christ and showing your love in this place. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of light and love, bless those whose lives are darkened by illness or tragedy. We hold before you those who feel afraid, those who regret work undone or doing what they should not have done. And we pray for those who are terminally ill and those struggling with being unable to look after themselves. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. Lord of light and love, we ask your blessing upon all our friends and loved ones departed from us. May they rejoice in your light and love of your kingdom. Praying for all your saints and all who have reflected your light in the world. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen and the Collect for the third Sunday before Lent. Almighty God, who alone can bring order to the unruly wills and passions of sinful humanity, give your people grace so to love what you command and to desire what you promise that, 
Among the many changes of this world, our hearts may surely be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. So let us pray with confidence as our Saviour taught us, sharing the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Before finishing with my usual close, I just want to offer a few words by way of notice. Uh, those of you who know me and know what's going on in the Lunn household uh, know that I change my job in a couple of weeks time. And that's not just a job, it means a house, house move, uh, complete with moving. Uh, young people and two dogs and several rodents. It's going to be uh, quite an adventure. So I will be producing my podcast next week and the week following the 19th of February. I do plan to then take um, probably three, possibly four weeks off producing my podcast uh, while my internet connection might be slightly dodgy and also uh, we will be moving over that period. So I will be sending out emails. If any of you uh, listen uh, by using a link on the Church of Low Furness Facebook page or um, directly through Anchor Podcasts and want to make sure you are notified when my podcasts have restarted uh, by Mothering Sunday, definitely, um, then please do get in touch with me, um, as my last notice says. Um, I've actually changed my email, so listen out. I'll tell you now, it's Rev Lucy Lunn, that's R-E-V-L-U-C-I-E-L-U-N-N at gmail.com. Um, so if you want to make sure that you know when my podcasts restart, please do feel free uh, to contact me and let me know. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for Worship at Home. If you would like to receive regular links to my weekly podcasts, please do get in touch at revlucylun at gmail.com or through the Anchor website. Goodbye.